Hello, everybody, and welcome to Everybody's Favorite Orange Cat. My name is Jackson Nerdy. I'm joined by Vince Malika. Yeah. <laughs> Emily Ugritz. Yeah. And Longo has left us for greener pastures. Um, just kidding. Uh, yep. Yeah, we, we took him to the old barn. And uh, just kidding. He's not on the show anymore, though, because he's too busy. Uh, but we'll miss him. And uh, this week, we're talking about comics, because it's everybody's favorite comic podcast. Everybody's favorite orange cat. Um, Emily, you brought some Garfields this week, just like everybody's favorite orange cat. I brought some arf, garf, garf, arf, arfs. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, um, I'll describe the first one. You don't have to go through it. Oh, which I like one? The, uh, I like the concept of these. Okay. And. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're interesting. I like. That there's twice in the same week. Okay, if you want to describe the first one, and then we don't have to describe yeah. the second one. Yeah, let's do it. Because it's kind of the same thing. So, uh, Garfield and Odie are sitting at a table or something in front of a mint background. And uh, Garfield says, Dear Ask a Dog, I'm angry with my mailman. What should I do? And Odie says, Arf, arf, arf. Garfield says, Bite him, but first... Odie says, arf, arf, arf. Garfield says, make sure that you've had all your shots. And they look directly <laughs> at the reader and have their eyes half closed. And Odie is raising a single paw finger, uh, toe. I don't know. He's doing like a half peace sign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a half peace sign. Like a knowing, like... Yes. Like when you say, like, in fact, or like, actually. Actually. Yeah, it's the actually figure. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And then the second comic that she brought is very similar. It's Dear Ask a Dog, except for this time, uh, Odie is saying, bark, 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 this time. Um, yeah, it's just a different question. But, like, yeah. these happen twice in the same, like, one or two weeks. <laughs> Within exactly a week of each other, it looks like. Oh, yeah. So, Man, like, these ideas are... this is, like, a new thing, I guess, where Odie is an advice giver. People are writing into Odie and Garfield mm-hmm. translates. This seems do you like... Think... Yeah. Oh, I was just saying, well, do you think we could, like, send Jim Davis a question for Odie? And, like, do you think he would publish it? I think he would be thrilled. <laughs> I, th- I, think yeah. that he would be, I think he would be delighted by the fan mail. I think getting attention would be a big thing for Jim Davis. But yeah. Yeah, I think we should make one. Is my proposal. Okay. Not right now, if we don't want to, but just anytime and or right now. I don't care. Wait, so... I just want to send Odie a question. Well, what do you... What do you what well, do you, you can wanna... send... You can send us a question by emailing newspapercomicspodcast at gmail.com. And you yes, can that's true. send Jim Davis a question by emailing... Foovies podcast. Oh, boy, you gotta stop yeah. cross promoting your podcast. Okay. Well, I. Well, my worry is that they're gonna go over our heads and go straight to Jim now that they know about it. Oh, go to his podcast. Yeah, well, about the three yeah, of us. Yeah, they're gonna get right in contact with Jim Davis and like us as a middleman. We're just gonna like fall through. That well, sounds about right. That is, yeah. I mean, that's why we initially did this. Right. Was, was to say we want to we have messages we want to get to Jim Davis. And we, <laughs> yes. and we know that he's not going to be proactive enough to do it, so... Yeah. 
I'm glad we're finally <laughs> reaching our purpose. <laughs> okay. What would you want to ask Odie? Um, What's it like living with this horrible man and this awful cat? It would be great if it's got very meta. <laughs> be like, what is it like being fictional? <laughs> arf, oh, arf, shit. arf, 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 arf. It's awful. I hate Jim Davis. Arful. All right, moving on. No, 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 no. I want, I want to hear what everyone wants to ask Odie. Yeah, I'd bring up that time he was in the pound and what oh. that was like. When did he go to the pound? He went the, to jail On briefly. the television. Yeah, he went to jail and t- on TV. He got taken in. And then my mom told me that he died. Whoa! Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that story where I was a kid and we were watching the Garfield show. And we paused it right when things were looking bleakest in that episode. <laughs> and we went out to the kitchen and she said in a very sarcastic tone, yeah, this is the one where Odie dies. And for whatever reason, I bought it because it was like, it was believable enough. Kind of like Toy Story 3 kind of moment where it's like, it could go either way. Yeah. And so, like, the stakes were pretty high. Like, I think they were going to put Odie down. And that was like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, Odie dies. And I started bawling. Like, I was <laughs> so upset. Christ, yeah. And she was like, Obviously, I was being sarcastic. Like, I was joking it's Emily. Like, fuck off, like, Mom. Like, stupid kid. Yeah, no, Jesus. not like that. But, like, well, she was kind of, like, taken aback that I took her seriously. And I was like, I don't know what you expected Gretchen, from a take literal a step child. Back. Oh, man. So you'd ask him about the time he almost died. Yeah. I think I'd ask him, like, how close he actually got to death and, like, what he saw on the other side. Oh, God. Arf, 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 nothing. What are, what are, Odie, what are your religious beliefs, too? Like, I don't know about that. Do you believe in a higher power? Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. You know what? I know about Odie's religious beliefs, and let me just tell you, it goes a little bit farther than just believing about a god. It's, uh, some of the rules that he prescribes are not so great. Ooh, gosh. Look, Odie's a good Catholic dog. That's, that's, oh, all, yeah, that's yeah, all I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> no. Odie's really the um, the Jim Davis surrogate. He's a hardline conservative. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, we could ask Odie if he reads comics and if he reads Mallard. Yeah, I was about to say I can think of one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Odie. Uh, you know, you know Richard. You know our friend Richard. Far, 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 my best friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh man, you go behind this, you're reading Richard Mordock's comments like, oh, what an asshole, and then you go inside the computer, and it goes, zoop, 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 and then it goes out and just Odie typing. <laughs> yeah. Well, we oh, know he uses shit. the computer now. <laughs> True. Yeah. Where is this column published? Garfield. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I would, it would be very interesting if there was a meta, uh, a meta advice column in the middle of a comic strip. I think that'd be something that, definitely something that Pearls Before, Pearls Before Swine would do. Wait, what's this concept? A meta advice column that actually exists, like, that people write into a, a comic and actually have their advice. Are you just describing Mallard posts, Fillmore? like, strong bad emails? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except for, like... But, like, in a, in a newspaper comic. Yeah. A little bit. Where it's like these characters have their own world and storyline, but real people are asking them questions about yes. their re- world and storyline. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually yeah. describing that. <laughs> now that I think about it. So, okay. if I were to ask Jackson a question, like if he was Odie, I'd be, what's yeah. it like to plagiarize? 
Like, it's something I don't do because it's not super, it's not like super ethical, but like, I'm just interested to see how you feel about doing it. He's been reading too much Heathcliff. He's just gotten really into plagiarism. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm really, I'm really into taking the brother's chaps intellectual property. Yes. Heathcliff does have the closest, I think, of any, because it has kitty corner, which is, I mean, it's not advice, but people do. Well, yeah, that's like, and also like a Marmaduke. Slylock. Yeah. Slylock Fox. Yeah. Is that? I, I mean, don't know if those are real pet stories, but... Oh, I'm sorry, like Fox? Well, no, Marmaduke. Mar- uh, like, yeah. Heathcliff. It's like, it's my, so she, so she my neighbor has a cat who is just the craziest cat. I want to talk about the Garfield paradox. Yes, it's okay. Six, six. So we just watched, like, literally ten minutes before we started recording, we finished watching the new Netflix original... <laughs> <laughs> the new Netflix original film, The Cloverfield Paradox, which was advertised as a... Super Bowl commercial and came out that night. Now, um, this this comic is pertains to a similar topic in the film. It also has the word field in it. It also has the word field, the Garfield paradox. Yeah, field. And um, uh, yeah, so I'll describe it. Uh, mint background. John is incredibly happy looking. His eyes are closed, and he says, "I don't have a problem in the world." And his hand is outstretched really strangely. And he's open, like open palm in front of him, with his thumb facing upward. It's and his fingers facing downward. Oh, it's, it's broken. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it's long been broken. Yeah. Uh, then panel two, he looks incredibly. He he looks surprised. Opens his eyes. Garfield is there, totally not surprised. No words. Third panel, uh, extremely agitated. John. Eyes are crazy. Says my arm is stuck, and Garfield says that's one, referring to I don't have a problem in the world. At, um, at a certain point in the Cloverfield paradox, spoilers. Skip ahead thirty seconds. Chris O'Dowd's arm is trapped in a wall and gets cut off. Where it's very stuck. Yes. Yeah, I always. I mean, now that I think about John, he's kind of the Chris O'Dowd character. Yeah. Like this strip. Sure. Although you're like one to one for Chris O'Dowd in this movie. Yeah. I would argue he's... Zero for zero. Yeah. Zero. yeah. Well, no, it's like it's a paradox because he's only the bad side of Chris O'Dowd. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. True, yeah. Toity-toity-toity. Um, uh, how can you be 100% 50%? Ugh. <laughs> 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 Boy. <laughs> wow. That was... Really bad day for Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, John's probably also Irish too. You never yeah. know. Yeah, well, like, John. You, you don't know where they're from. John Arbuck O Arbuckle, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that name is. You sounded like you did for a second and then just went quiet. I said O Arbuckle because it's like never mind. He's probably a zesty Italian. I would have loved it hey. in, in Cloverfield Paradox if it was never explicitly revealed that his name was John. And John A, and he was like talking about his cat and dog back on Earth, and there were just other things where he'd be talking about his girlfriend and stuff, and I, I like you'd see his cat and be orange. I don't know. No, his he could. No, no, no. You yeah. know, he can pull up like the video chat feature early in the movie, and it's just like the live action. So it's like that dog that they used for Odie, and then an animated Garfield. Cat. Yeah, and and then very it... briefly. You know, like, hey, yeah. Very <laughs> in this yeah. movie. Wow. <laughs> 
special thanks to uh, Jim Davis. I don't know it's, why. You no, know, it's Jennifer Love Hewitt and that dog. And then just in the background, you see like a quick flash of like An orange CG, flash. CG, CG, CGI Garfield. <laughs> or just you hear a burp in the background and then it, and then it shuts down. Yeah, no, My Wait, lasagna! No, just, I really like the idea of just hearing a burp. Oh, God. <laughs> or just like, it's Monday. Dot, dot, dot. In that 3D food printer, he's making lasagna. And he's like, this reminds me of my cat. And I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's a 3D food printer in the film. Glad you uh, cleared that one up for them. <laughs> They're probably switching can I, it. They're probably say, in the process of switching it off. Can I just say how uncomfortable the winky frowny face is in our oh. chat? No, I, I stole that from a typo that Ani made. <laughs> really but awful. I thought it was so funny that I started using it on purpose. Um, so, I think that... Okay, what if what if there's a character in Goodfellas named Johnny Arbuckle? Okay. I'm going into the ASMR site right now. <laughs> Alright, uh, moving on to everybody's <laughs> other favorite orange cat. Uh, Vincent, do you want to describe uh, the, the, Heathcliff, the, the Heathcliff that I brought this week? Whoa, my brain didn't even bridge that connection. I was like, yes, this is the Lickhorns. <laughs> anyway. Oh, shit. No! Oh, my God! Oh, it's just like the <laughs> I'm trying to read it. So, Heathcliff is... Wearing his classic ham hat, ham helmet, walking through a blank background, a little bit of shadow. Yeah, that one's weird. Enters into our universe and goes to the meat store. Leaves meat store with meat. Whilst walking through the city, or outside the city, I guess, he's knocks stiff, over... He's stiff-arming, like, a football play oh, yeah, and okay, running no with point the ball. Taken. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Knocks over a bunch of dogs. Okay, not other... I thought it might have been other comic strip dogs. Then runs through a bunch of humans who are standing in a field... And then runs to a house, and there's a Super Bowl party the nutmegs are throwing. And he sa- and Mr. Nutmeg says, the ham is here! There's no ex- there's no punctuation. It's just, the ham is here. You're right, you're right. It, it, it is a very straightforward scene. <laughs> yeah. I like their banner that just says Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> Go team. I just... Is ham... Okay, so... Pe- <laughs> when Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> so, when do people buy whole hams? Um... Easter? Christmas? Having your arm cut off. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Thanksgiving, if you're weird. Um, Sundays in general? Sundays, yeah, okay. Sundays. I was right on that. Um, well, to a certain extent, yeah. Okay. I, w- I would say, like, big uh, big religious gatherings. Um, who the fuck brings ham to a Super Bowl party? I'd eat it. I would eat it, too, but, like, it's not a thing that people do. Well, they're the nutmeg family. They're going to ham ham for literally any occasion. Birthday just, party. The, is Housewarming party. Peter Gallagher is in the pockets of Bot Big Ham. He's what? in the pockets of Big Ham. Oh. And he's trying to promote ham. <laughs> That's where I'd like to be. As a Super Bowl snack. Oh. <laughs> Give me those salty pockets of Big Ham. Uh, uh, so warm. <laughs> yep. And I just... Savory. I just don't understand him in general. And I just want to know... Well, you're making an assumption that they're at all interested in eating this ham. Well, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> as you pointed out, there's no exclamation mark. True. It is It is just Grandpa Nutmeg turning around and saying, the ham is here. <laughs> did he steal it for them? It seems like he did, because he's running out of there. Yeah, he's bolting, but, like, the guy behind the counter is doing nothing. Yeah, well, they also... They're they never... Up on yeah. They can't do yeah. anything. I guess. He steals from the fish store all the time. But he's running like he's gonna be chased, and no one is chasing him. Yeah, well, he's he's running like a football player. Yeah, well, also, which is, people chase those. Heathcliff has his demons. 
<laughs> True. He's always running for something. He's a he's a klepto hamiac. I just want to point out that Donna Gully of Tacoma, Washington says her cat Dinah has a heart shaped marking on her back. And if that's as bland as you can be and get into the kitty corner, we can get in that kitty corner so easily. We should make up. I have a. Let's find things Garfield has actually done. (laughs) Shit! And send them into kitty corner. That's a good idea. Wait, okay, but we. All of us have to do it from different addresses. Okay. (laughs) Like from our actual homes. Yeah. We so have from to, like Nina Madison and Chicago. Yeah, yeah. We, we have to come up with dumbass names like Donna Gully, though. Sorry, Donna Gully. No. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're burning so many bridges with people fans. Well, Donna Gully doesn't listen to this fucking podcast. What no one she, does. What if she loves all comics in like the same way and like really wants to listen to like a fun podcast about them. Donna Gully and is a Heathcliff. Browses, browses uh, SoundCloud regularly. Donna Gully. Donna Gully wrote in to Heathcliff, she does not know what a podcast is. Whoa! Oh, that's gonna... a burn at Tacoma, Washington. Yeah, that's not very nice. Yeah. I, I like kitty. That's a very... I wish my cat had a heart-shaped thing on its back. It just is a weird orange thing on its belly. Huh? There you go. Yeah, I don't... It's a weird orange patch of fur on huh. his belly, and we never fully understood it. For the listeners, Mr. Sparkle is mostly gray. Yeah, gray and white. Gray and white. You know. Good cat. Mm-hmm. I wish my cat was still alive. No. She would oh, be so God. old. She would be miserable. She'd be like, nutmeg. My cat's 22. I'm sorry. Wait, really? Yeah, my cat's nutmeg. a spry 21. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, and he's, he's going to get nutmeg old. Your, your cat is older than you? He's as old as I am. Wow. And he loves oh, his that's life. so weird. He does nothing but yell. <laughs> he's like a real old man <laughs> he's just yelling to be fed all the time and only quiets down when you scratch him and if you don't scratch him he scratches you oh god uh, that's fun sometimes I'll call home and I'll say I hear the cat and they go yeah <laughs> shit yeah alright it's uh yeah it's pretty bad it kind of keeps my family awake oh, no. I hope it's not to get too real I hope it's not pain like we i've assumed oh, that no. my cat's just been hungry for a long time but i yeah. i really hope it's not like i hurt oh god maybe that's too grim but i <laughs> whatever the vet says he's fine <laughs> jesus christ I, I thought i was bringing it down with i hope my cat's not or i wish my cat <laughs> was still alive and then uh you didn't know so much grimmer i think talking about vincent's cat who's on yeah. maybe death's door no no no, no he's not don't say that my cat's doing fine yeah one of them lived to be 32 it's totally cool they can True. live as long as they want shout out to <laughs> nutmeg as long as humans and i'm like i'm gonna die at 32 <laughs> jesus oh, no. christ uh okay let's, let's move on to uh patty hairston carl reiner's yeah so i'm gonna work. go straight to the, the second one do you want to yeah. explain it emily yeah whoa uh, it's yeah. a happy birthday party, and there's a man celebrating in the back. Well, that's the only interesting okay, thing about it, so we're so, going to get to it. Yeah, okay, I'll get to the Lockhorns first. I also enjoy the um, painter. They're in a peach and uh, light yellow void. Gradient. gradient yeah. Um, the Lockhorns are both in the foreground, both wearing party hats, neither of which match. Like, they didn't get those oh party hats at the same in the same pack. They're recycling them. Yeah, where it's like Leroy's are yellow and black striped. They took or like them greenish. From 
They took them from their friends' parties. Yeah, and Loretta's is pink with white polka dots on it. Oh, and, and a black she's holding, Yeah, and she's holding a red teacup. Tea and like all of cup. those, yeah, all of those, like, colors clash, where it's like they're all on the warm color spectrum, but it's like pink, salmon, red, and it looks terrible. Leroy mm-hmm. looks like the villain in a Tim Burton movie right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's pretty true. He does. And uh, they're looking... Morose as always, um, just indifferent. Loretta's saying to Leroy, "Have you noticed most of the party games involve you leaving the room?" And then behind them, there's a banner with two sad balloons, and then like Time New Roman font, "Happy All Birthday, caps. Leroy!" No exclamation point. Um, and there's a man in a suit on a stool, hunched over. Uh, two women. One of them, I don't know. One woman in a chair for sure, another person behind Loretta, and then standing, they're watching a man who is standing and pulling on his ear with a, <laughs> a fun little grin on his face. He kind of looks like Fred Flintstone. Yeah. But if he was wearing a polo. He kind of looks like John Ritter. Okay. I think he's the son of that priest. <gasps> oh, maybe. Because oh. they're the only two people who have smiled in Heathcliff. That's true. Outside of the context of flirting or mutually agreeing that one hates the other, which wow. is the only time smiling occurs in the Lockwoods. It's the he's... son. Well, he's probably not a Catholic priest then. Um, the, he's the only one. He's enjoying this party. Like, he's having a good time yeah. despite who's hosting it, and the fact that no one else looks like they're enjoying themselves. Like, he's making his own fun. Yeah. And he's having a lot of it. Well, I love that that one guy is clearly crossing his arm. Yeah, no, he's like this. Yeah, he's just hunched over in a stool. Like, stools are uncomfortable. Yeah. He's sitting, like, usually the Lockhorns is bad at portraying reality, but he's sitting like how a person would sit (laughs) on a stool. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, they got stuck with that stool. Yeah. yeah, I love that guy. But I just this is so different than they normally look in these, which is kind of why I liked it. Yeah. Usually you have such bored, unhappy extras, but this man's so clearly happy to be at a birthday party. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So he I thought that was nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's their one good friend. <laughs> Aww. I want him, A, more, and B, a spinoff comic that's just, like, same people, but, like, the tone is, like... A total 180 from the Lockhorns, where it's about this man in the same void world, and he's just, like, the nicest guy in the world. Like, he just has a great life. Oh, that would certainly be... You'd have to be right next to the Lockhorns. Yeah. What's the opposite of a Lockhorn? A Lockhorn. A... A... A key... A key tooth. No. Okay. Sounds like a real thing. Sounds like a YA novel. Too close to key face. (laughs) Uh, also a YA novel. Yeah. You read the book. <laughs> now, now see, see the, the movie. movie. Now key the face. Alright. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> so, so. I thought you were talking about the woman and then I saw Leroy. <laughs> oh my. Holy shit. Oh. Okay. That's so funny. So, um, I'll describe this one. So they're at, they're at the stage production of Hagar the Horrible, and, um, a, uh, a large opera woman, uh, in a, in a Viking Valkyrie costume is on stage singing, um, and there, uh, Loretta and Leroy are in box seats, <laughs> and Loretta is looking extremely annoyed over at Leroy, and she is holding, um, a program that says Siegfried. 
Uh, and she's looking extremely annoyed at Leroy, who is dressed, who is slouching down in his chair and looks like he is dead. He is slack jawed. His eyes look like the time that he was totally, like, that he was dying on the couch. And he's slouching down in his chair, and his arms are, like, facing the opposite direction, like they've been broken. And the caption is, Yes, dear. Holy shit, he looks fucking crazy. <laughs> this is incredible. Yeah, this is my favorite trend in <laughs> Wait, so like every week, Leroy looks like he's dead? Yeah, I love it. Oh, God, this is, it is disgusting. He legitimately looks like he's been dead for weeks. Here and Loretta's we like dragging him to shit, and she's still angry at him. No one ever claimed these were linear. True. So what I'm proposing is... And they're one-offs. There's one... There's a, there's some point in the timeline of this of this comic, and it hasn't been... Like, that storyline hasn't been drawn yet, because it's not linear. Leroy dies. And Loretta's <laughs> like, we had such a terrible relationship, but, like, deep down, I really... She's just moving his body around like a psycho, you know? Yeah. She's just taking him to the opera. Well, there, I, was, there was one that I proposed as the end of this, then... It was oh, earlier, yeah. but there's one where he's coming in and she looks so like she looks genuinely concerned. Mm-hmm. That might be the end of it. Yeah, and then when he's in bed and he looks like he's yeah, it looks like he's dying. dying. That's You're like right. Maybe the start of his illness it's, and like she, it's maybe they get brought together finally towards the end where they've hated each other for so long, but like. <laughs> Now, towards the end, they realize that, like, they're not going to have each other for that much longer, and they get really close, and then he dies, and she doesn't know what she's going to do, and so she just carries him around. So oh, that's horrifying. Yeah, I, just I, watched, I just watched the Link, the Richard Linklater film Bernie last night, and the wow. way that... So, the, the comic is not now Loretta, just send me an emoji about how your day was, and it's from uh, <laughs> January 1st. Or, sorry, January 5th. And... The way that this plays out is like a more morbid Bernie. Like this is the <laughs> this is the breaking point where she realizes that something's got to change, and she kills him in the next strip. Oh no! Or she kills him in the next frame. It could be a and then she starts, thing. Yeah, and then yeah. she starts dragging him around to places, and this is when she's like actually angry. That oh wait, can I spoil another movie that's out recently? Is yes. she phantom threading him? Oh. Where he's not dead, but like he's a very sick man mm-hmm. and she's making him sick. <laughs> I did this comic predict the phantom thread? I would very much enjoy a series of Blackhorn's cartoons that are just reenacting scenes from because I can also very clearly see it. Oh yeah. That's an idea mm-hmm. if you wanna Take Lockhorn strips and like erase the like because they aren't speech bubbles. It'd be well, pretty easy if you took away the caption and just inserted lines from lines Phantom from Thread. So yeah, it'd be we, easy. That episode that we discussed that we did talk about writing our oh, our play our play yeah. based on in we, oh, we gotta, I definitely want to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that it would be also sort of interesting if we recreated the entirety of the Phantom Thread, but in the Lockhorn strips. <laughs> I'm very interested. <laughs> what I call an achievable goal. Yeah. No, it's not. Probably not hard. No. no. Daniel Liu. I do like that Daniel Liu is like, one thing would take me out of retirement to play Leroy Lockhorn. Daniel. <laughs> Fiction's greatest role. Daniel Day Lockhorn. Okay. <laughs> that was my original name. All right. Uh, um, he starts God. working in a cubicle to get ready. <laughs> to he, he gets a shitty office job. Yeah. Uh, I was just kidding about the Phantom Thread being my last film. <laughs> no, only the Lockhorn. 
PTA comes back to direct the Lockhorns. Oh. Or it's like some horrible, com- like big comedy. And oh, it's like shit. And it's like, I shall play the role. Oh, what if it's like the clumps, but Daniel Day-Lewis plays both Loretta <laughs> and Leroy? I would watch that. Yeah, I'd also watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. All right. I think that's, um, that's about it. That's We're at about a half it. hour, yeah, so that's, yeah. that's looking good. Um, I think that was a good episode, yeah. y'all. We you, learned... you can't call it. <laughs> well, I you're, can't. Not, you're not allowed to... I have the power. <laughs> let's let's give a hindsight some say in this. No, Let thank it you. sit a while. Um, also, we haven't signed off. We haven't signed off. <laughs> Do you, you guys, is, have you checked out the... Uh, a fucking mallard for more comment section recently oh no because it started legitimately depressing me i mean we can do it in real time let's do it i love that richard mordock just continues to post completely unrelated garbage to each of the each of these strips like this week is trump's oklahoma campaign chair to plead guilty to child blank trafficking what um it's like he's i what is the purpose of any of this but they they I mean, it's not just him. There's other people who will copy and paste <clears throat> long stories from usually unsighted news sources. What the... I don't... I just don't fucking get it. Like, what... Who are they trying to, like... Oh, this is from CNN. It's just... It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what is... What is the goal? Are they trying to have an argument with people? I think they're trying to engage in a debate because this is the only forum they have for it. That's probably true. Like, instead of Facebook, this is where they go. Yeah, they don't have any friends, so they can't be on Facebook. Well, you can have friends. You you don't have to have friends to be on Facebook. I Do you guys want to invite Richard... No, never mind. I was going to say invite him to the adventurers group. Um, invite who? Richard uh, Mordock? Richard Mordock. <laughs> we, I, I don't know who he is, though. Yeah, that's true. I'm not, pretty sure that's not his real name. Yeah, no, it's definitely not the guy that ran for office a couple of years ago. Can we make, like, some kind of documentary where we just, like, catfish-style reveal this guy? God, that would be so sad. Yeah. Okay, also, the the most recent Mallard Fillmore's are Malentines. Yeah, no, I, I'm aware. Good fucking God. All right, I think, it's, I think it's time for us to sign off. Um, thank you for listening to Everybody's Favorite Orange Cat. Uh, my name is Jackson Rohde. I've been joined by Vincent Malika and Emily Ugrid. Check her out on ASM Mommy on YouTube. What the and... fuck? <laughs> no. How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> that was a secret. Hey, speaking of calling out people you're just friends with. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, please sub- follow us on SoundCloud and we'll figure out what's going on on iTunes soon. But we'll be up there. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, Bye-bye.